This is the sound of the Killer Keller Beatbox Body Part Sample Pack. Over 120 loops, samples, and one shots for your music production. Exclusively on Splice. Ladies and gentlemen, this ain't my first radio, but it sure is his. This is Josh Barry and the Killer Keller Podcast. How's it going, brother? You're right. Good, how are you? Yeah, I'm great, man. Thanks yeah. for having me. Dude, come on. How's yeah. the traffic? It's roadworks going on out there, man. Yeah, man. You're, that road up there, I, at one point, I did think I was driving down a one way road and I, <laughs> the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, <laughs> trying yeah. to follow the sat nav, but yeah. It's I got it. Me. I got it in one piece. It's hating, it's hating on me at the moment. Well, rather, I'm hating on it a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm complaining about it being out there, so they're not liking it. But every time I'm in here trying to do something, it's uh, there's sounds and ringings because we're, we're underneath a train station, isn't it? Oh man, I live next to a train track as well, so I'm, I feel your pain. Yeah. Feel your pain. Play, pluses and minuses to those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's just like a walk across the road to the <laughs> yeah. station. Quick way home, yeah. Yeah, but you're up in the morning, shaking. Yeah, I feel for yeah, commuters. Man. I do feel for commuters. I, I mean, commuters. I would not know what it's like. I, I I never get the train in rush hour. I just I despise it. I'll, you know I'll hang around in a coffee shop if I have to. I literally will. It's not a joke. <laughs> I'm like, I chill out. I just hate it. I can't. I, like the breath on your neck. It like, nah, leave that alone, man. Leave it alone. By far the worst is that breath on the neck. <laughs> yeah. Not that I can complain. Either. I mean, it's yeah. It sounds it sounds a little worse than I meant it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got your manager Louis inside the place or something? Yeah. How's it? So I take it never being on the on the opposite end of uh, work at six thirty in the morning. You never had a, a day job, an evening, a morning job like that where you have to get rush hour. Um, there was a point when I was doing interviews for um, for a job up in London, and I I basically I, I was lucky enough to have an interview kind of in the afternoon, so I missed rush hour. Mm. But then for some that was the only time I actually got on the train in rush hour, and I was coming back, and I was like. I don't want this job if I've got to get back on the train. Like, the job back interview was so good as well. And I definitely got the job. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. Not having it. Nah, nah. So it. since then, I've been all, I've been all good. I've yeah. Been all good. Been fugging away at the Let me just bring yeah. it up to, up to speed. If anyone that's not you know, living under the rock with, uh, with where Josh Barry's concerned, um, Emerging Artist 2017, Glastonbury, correct? That was the year? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Last yeah, year. Was last year, yeah. yeah. Yeah, last year. Collaborate uh, alongside uh, Gorgon City. Chasing status, friction, friction, yeah. yeah. Um, Gorgon City, hope out coming. Yeah. Um, and see, I'm uh, even preempting it. Yeah, yeah. I'm it out. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the man knows. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, you've been busy at it. Yeah, it's been mainly dance music that I've kind of risen through, I suppose, and like just explored through features and stuff like that. But that's not. Not exactly my calling as, as such yet. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think it's kind of like that's that's something I've climbed just to to, to get myself out there. But, um, mm. yeah, my stuff's coming, so. You're, <laughs> I'm excited yeah, about man. that as well. I'm telling you, because, like, you know, I've, I've seen you emerge and do your thing, and primarily it was through Friction, because he's a friend of mine, and I saw what he did. Mm. You did collaboratively with each other. And you've got, like, a real um, soul kind of thing going on but but there's definitely like the, the growl the growl it <laughs> leans a little bit to the reggae side it's got like a a rocky a rough kind of yeah man I like that thank you I like that um, right. yeah I, I, I've I've kind of grown up listening to a wide 
kind of well, a broad a broad range of music. So I think I've taken little bits of each and um and kind of just eventually merged them into what I what I would call my voice. And um yeah, I, I like I like where it's got because you know I can sometimes sound super super high and. Uh, yeah. And sometimes I sound like I'm 65, so <laughs> it's all right. All right, so what do, you, what do you have to do to get that 65 tone, that 65-year-old you? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I can tell anyone to smoke these days. <laughs> <laughs> get your Marlboros out, boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's basically, basically that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, yes. I, I used to have really, like quite a, quite a high voice, but I think, yeah, it's probably partying and smoking so obviously i need to stop that before it kind of gets a bit too bad but <laughs> yeah. yeah or maybe starting more if you want to retain that, that yeah language. yeah <laughs> i think as you get older in it like with uh, yeah and that age 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 i meant age oh age, age. smoking age. not smoking or anything else <laughs> Man- managers in the background like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that what you did? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I think I've had this with my voice with beatboxing. I've found that um, as I've got, got older in, in, in my teens, I'm able to like, you know, do more things with the deep voice that I may have not done before. But at the same time, you kind of lose a little bit of the clarity of the top end. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know I, mean? I mean, I've gone from singing quite powerfully high mm. to now preferring the falsetto in that I and mean, like the kind of the delicacy yeah. comes with the falsetto but I can imagine that yeah, kicks it, up it's live as well oh it's, it's good I like it I like it but sometimes I'm like oh man I can't hit yeah, I used to you, you know and I think that is yeah it's age yeah. but um, but I think yeah you kind of get around it don't you I yeah. mean you know you just you just get on with just it get on you? With <laughs> just gotta get on with it you know whatever throws at you yeah. um, and collaboratively I get where you're coming from with having to find that compromise sometimes. Not that you don't like the songs or you don't appreciate the collaboration, but when it comes to genres, there's some that have um, got root to market, and they? You know, that are just distinctively, well, yeah. house music, boom, hip-hop, boom. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and, you know, it's after that that you can start flourishing in your own... You know, yeah, I find it's also as well, like, for me, sometimes I'll go into a session, and especially, it's, it's more so when I've got... a sing a song that someone else has already written, which I kind of, it's, it's quite hard to get used to and find, well, find your own way to sing it a lot mm. of the time, unless you've had that song for a month or something like that, you know. It, and you've it, marinated in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but I find the kind of fusion that you can, you can kind of almost stay true to the song as it is with adding your little spin. And I found that's where things like the Friction uh, track, yeah. it kind of like had a bit of my growl on it, but it also and was... The full set as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. I, f- I find that's quite a nice balance with featured tracks. Um, with my own stuff, I'm like, nah, it's all me. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, all me, ex- man. Exactly. <laughs> you, you, the verse, the chorus, the whole thing, when it's coming from the soul and it? it's coming from your heart. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you can't hide that. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Uh, but at the same time, when you're dealing with different genres, do you feel like you kind of need that guidance of not not a pre-written song so much as like to know the genre, like drum and bass, it can be very much a cut and dry, this is a sample vocal and this is mm. how it's meant to sound on a drum and bass. Do you know what I mean? Would that, does that help you? In terms of, well, at least I can put that to bed. I haven't got to worry about whether it's legitimate for a genre. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of, 
like, for example, I was in, I was counting a song the other day, and it was a DMB track, and the the original uh, vocal was very, it was very, very, very different to me, and I was kind of like. Are you sure you want me on this? Like, because <laughs> if you're going for that sound, you're just not going to get it with me. Um, but then I kind of, you know, I kind of put my own spin on it, and actually, I felt that it was, it it kind of lifted the song a bit more, just because it it made it it made it stand out a bit more. And it sounded just a bit more, yeah, rough around the edges and, and more unique. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it and it brought that kind of element of, like you say, dub to it because it's that like huskiness but then mm. I don't know it's, 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 it can sometimes do you favours and like obviously where I've been touring with Gorgon City and there I'm singing all the songs off their album mm. and I'm trying to stay true to the songs so that the fans appreciate that yeah. and, um, and you know still can digest it but at the same time you're like Oh man, like I'd just love to sing that bit a bit more like me, yeah, and then man. yeah, as time's gone by, I've I've kind of done that a bit more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the the, uh, the Gorgon City Police that are in yeah, the crowd yeah. going, hold on, that's that's not the right riff on it. Yeah, yeah. whoa, whoa, <laughs> who does he think? He is? Yeah, get him out. <laughs> I'm gonna ask a boring question now. What you, like what are your influences? You know, in applying it into all these different genres, what, what, where did you start? Where did I start? Um, oh man. Um, I actually started as a dancer, which is really weird, actually, to to think that when I was six or seven, I wanted to literally be a b-boy. Nice. <laughs> I was like, determined nice. that I was going to be like a professional break dancer, which, I mean, <laughs> I can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a dancer now. So uh, hey, I thought I was going to be yeah. a skateboarder at one stage. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one. I saw one kid's skateboard go straight through his neck. I was like, "Hey, I'm gone." Yeah, yeah. Like, it's the injuries are those. You're things, like, man. I'm gonna need that for for my beatbox. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I need to keep those registers. Yeah. So it was so it was break dancing. Uh, yeah, I was I was a dancer for for well, for up until I was about fourteen or something. Um, but through that, I met my singing teacher, who was like determined to. Well, at the time, she didn't know I could sing, but she was determined to make me sing. Um, and then I just found a love and passion for singing in front of people rather than just singing at home. Um, and that kind of just developed through, you know, multiple multiple different avenues. And yeah, kind of, I suppose that's the beginning really. It was kind of musical theatre based um, mm-hmm. and a mixture of kind of pop and stuff like that. And obviously as a four-year-old, I was doing, being Danny Zuko in the, <laughs> you know I mean? in, the, in the front room. So I suppose you could say it was there. But um, yeah, I mean, my my influences are, uh, you know, eclectic. They're just from everywhere, really. So yeah, I, I couldn't really say one one mm. specific genre or anything. But mm. I hear I hear a lot of influence in, in your vocal. I guess I guess a lot of that came within your journey from that from that inception to being a being a vocalist and yeah, yeah. that journey, I guess. Totally, man. And I always wanted to I would do something kind of upbeat. Um, although a lot of my songs are quite quite down tempo and uh and quite depressing. From the heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there we go. We'll, we'll, we'll make it lighter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From the heart. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's so that I suppose it's kind of yeah, it's kind of where it all started really. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Where about you live? Where's your home? Uh Ricelip. Ricelip. Rice boy. Nah, Northwest. Northwest. Northwest, man. Oh, we yeah, just yeah, yeah. I'm suburbs. Proper suburbs. suburbs. Yeah. Um, so we're not too far. Northwest thing. Oh yeah, man. Half hour drive. I was chilling, man. So <laughs> I was so chilling. Yeah, man. What are you driving? 
<laughs> a little fiesta. Hey. little fiesta, mate. Hey, listen, I ain't got... 07, baby. Dude, I ain't, I ain't got a car, you know. So, to be fair, it might have... Like, I actually only learned how to drive about a month and a half ago. Well, I say I learned, yeah. Basically, I've been... I'm the most lazy person in the world. Well, not anymore, but I very much was when I all my mates started driving. Mm-hmm. So I bought a car, like, yeah, I'm going to learn to drive. Like, yeah, like, can't wait. Learn to drive. And then I just basically, I think I think I moved to London, like, moved into London, and then was just, like, just kind of gave it up. Still had my car on my drive, just sat there. So, uh, yeah, that, that was... That just happens, man. Yeah. That, go. That exactly. So I had that car there for that long. And then, like, about the beginning of this year, I was like, nah, this is actually get, becoming a joke. Like, <laughs> I need to do something about this. So, yeah, just went like that and passed like that, obviously, uh-huh. just straight away. So <laughs> Really? Just straight away? I just out of nowhere, just pricked it and just done it. No way. Like, whatever. I always think to myself, like, nowadays with the code of the roads and that, you don't, you, you can't just jump into a car and pass it first time. There's, like, so much red, yellow tape you've got to kind of get through on these things nowadays. Yeah, I had to do my theory again, which was, yeah. that was really, that was really annoying. See, I bypassed all of that. Yeah, yeah it was back in the day. Sounds so. like you don't have a license. I do have a license, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I do yeah, have a license. A- <laughs> I just don't have a car. <laughs> but I know what you're saying about the laziness, yeah. the laziness thing. I've said it, I think I might have said it before on a podcast, but I've got the kind of Bill Gates approach to things. You know, I'm that guy that you give him a lazy job and he'll find the easiest way to get it done quickly. That's I need that in my life on my wall. Yeah, so that <laughs> say it with pride, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you, you see that? That's sellotape. That's yeah, sellotape. Yeah, yeah. This is just this is not this is rapid response shit yeah. around here. Sponsored by adhesive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm very much all about it. So when you Love was when, when you was jumping in on this whole Glastonbury thing, because you know, this whole emerging artist thing. Like that's not to be, you know, that's that's a really prestigious thing. Like for for those of you only that tuning in from another country or whatnot, like Glastonbury, uh, is just like one of the biggest festivals that the, the UK has ever had. You know, so that's a big that's a big Hello. deal, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh mate, it was. Pretty, I kind of didn't realize how big a deal it was until I was there at the at the um, at the competition itself. Um, but yeah, it was it was probably the best thing I've done in a long well probably ever really um and uh yeah I've j- i just i was so honored to be there um for starters but yeah it was kind of the, the response from the crowd um also from the judges and the bookers the, yeah how did that go? what was that like what, what was the process um so you basically you enter in a song to this this huge competition i didn't know it was that big i thought it was just for kind of a little stage around the festival or something like that and it turns out that everyone's there, like Emily Evis and Michael Evis and, you know, all these really important people in the Glastonbury setup. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, got down to the final eight and then got up to this little, it's like this little working, working men's club that they host this final in. And you're like, oh man, like, this is, this is tiny, you know, it's a tiny venue, but then all of a sudden these judges come out and it's like, all right, so you, uh, you do realise you're eight out of, they said it's all the acts, so you're, you're eight out of something like 5,000 people to apply. And I'm like, what, man, this is that. And it just wow. got progressively more and more nerve-wracking as the day went on. And, um, yeah, I think we just, we just, me and my band just went for it. And, yeah, they were just like, 
<laughs> yeah. That's crazy. We just run it. It was cool, man. Yeah. It was so cool, but it was yeah. It's definitely, definitely not. I mean, I would I would recommend to anyone out there as well. By the way, if you are a musician that's looking, you feel like you believe in your act and um, and you feel you can go somewhere, then definitely, definitely apply for that because mm. that's just oh, it's done wonders for me, man. Well, it's, it it's, yeah. yeah, and it re and it really does also like it it builds you as a performer as as a crew as well and um and the, the other thing is as well the, the all the runners up also get booked for other shows around the festival too so it's not just oh, wow. the winner the winner wins do you know what i mean it was like yeah they, they really did everything they can if they thought you were all really good so that's awesome yeah, it, was, it, was, it was oh mate i'm just having flashbacks to it now yeah, weekend, I yeah. well yeah because glastonbury <clears throat> you know it's full of those moments in your life where like again if you haven't been to glastonbury which i'm sure you all have at one stage or another it's just it's just its own world it's its own world and you could have like five or six different shows popping off and You'll get a different crowd, different sorts of people. Rams, it's just a field yeah, and field of people and shows and events. It's the, it's the best festival like, in the world, I think. Yeah. And they're I, the happiest I, people. I think it's the best in the world. Happiest people <laughs> that work there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, mate. And, it, and it's also, it's like about, I suppose, obviously you wouldn't want to go and watch no music, but to even just walk around the festival for a day, you'd be so happy. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you can't say that about many festivals in, no. in the world, really. So yeah. I don't know. I think that just shows you it's just like, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a magical place. Yeah, man. There's always something popping off. Yeah. Um, and like with the, the emergence of like so many like DJ orientated acts and events, because to have a band um, win this, uh, this competition, because um, your band is it's it's quite it, it's it's contemporary. They're like there's some real like organicness going on, mm, right? Yeah. Um, was that intentional? Yeah, um, we. I, I mean, my kind of whole well, my passion has always been old school music and really, really soulful kind of yeah, like you say, organic and raw um, kind of that that kind of vibe. So. That was important to me to not compromise on, you know, getting a drum machine or getting, you know, synths or anything like that. And especially in the writing phase, I've kind of I've always avoided that. Mm. Obviously, I can, I'm, I love songwriting and I will write any any genre I can, um, and and do what I can to be be involved in all different types of music. But when it comes to my own project, I thought it was really important that it was. Yeah, just just really, really rough and ready. Mm. To be honest, that, that's yeah. Mm. It's just I can't. I, I love my indie music. I love, you know, uh, my funk, my soul. Mm. Um, you can hear that. You can. Yes, hear that. <laughs> it's great. It's yeah. Really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also in your harmonies, like the, the backing vocalist, the 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 way that it has a real you're laying in the cut funk wise, especially with your live show. From what I've seen on 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 the TV, you know what I mean. Mm. Um, I've got to get to one of your shows, man. I'm, yeah, man. I take, you, I take it. I take it. You're, bu you're busy at the moment doing shows. I hope. Oh uh, yeah, we got a few. We got a few coming up. We're trying yeah, to. Yeah, we're man. trying to yeah. hold back, not blow the load. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know those ones. I Sorry. Those oh ones. no, we're we're right. We can say that. Oh yeah, you, <laughs> you know what we do here. Yeah. You know what this is. You know. Um, but yeah, and how much of it do you work in the box? Like in terms of the producers you work with, do you work a lot with the the laptops, or is it literally like amps and instruments? Um. It depends, really, because I I like to produce. A, well, I mean, I'm quite an amateur producer, but I, I to get the track down and get the the level of the demo that I want. Um, you know, that's me in the studio a lot of the time, on my own or with a couple of other people. Mm -hmm. um, then I take it to my band, 
And I'm like, you know, it's more of a bare shell for them to kind of take and get walking, I suppose, mm. and just and just make it into something. And then after that is kind of like more of a in the box kind of sorting it out and yeah. tweaking it. But I think at the moment, or what has been the case for a long time is um, it's just really getting the the live show vibe. Really, like I'm mm. I'm very much a live performer. Um, I, I I just enjoy it so much that I think that's always been the focus of where the band is and mm. and uh, where the song. I think the songs also are really truly born at the live stage as well. So mm. that's that's something special. It's interesting you say that. Like with a lot of the stuff that is worked on laptops now. You've almost got to bring a laptop just for the ambiance, the past, because yeah. you're just never going to get it with all the things. Exactly, and that's that's what I did struggle with um, at points. Just just um, kind of for a while well, at Glastonbury, I did do um, use kind of track just to fill out little bits. Yeah, that's right. Um, and since then, we I've played a couple of gigs without. Well, I've played most of my gigs without track, but. Um, Obviously, Glastonbury, when you're on bigger stages, it's like, okay, we should fill out a little bits, you know, mm. and just have the ambiance, like you say. I I think it's it's so restricting. It's unbelievably restricting. Having it there, doing it. Yeah, I mean, I it's, and it's also the structure of the songs that you're going to go with. I mean, we're very much, um, there's like a huge rapport between me and my band. And, mm. and I think that you almost can kind of box yourself in too much by having by having track coming out and because at the end of the day you're going to have a four minute song regardless of whether the crowd are loving it or not mm. and so what's beautiful is like we played we played Cheltenham Jazz Festival at the weekend and the crowd were loving one song so we just played it for an extra I think uh, yeah. a minute and a half or something and <laughs> yeah, just yeah. kind of you know yeah. and we sped it up or we slowed it down it was whatever we wanted it to Loose. be on the on the day and mm. it's like you can't have that with track you can't do you can't do those things when you've got a strict backing track behind you. So, I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can go, mate. It, it's, it's true though, isn't it? Yeah, you really. It's, so, it's like a DJ having a set of uh, selection and not being able to manoeuvre to the crowd's reaction and mm. go with the flow. It's like if you're not going with the groove of the crowd and mm. sometimes it needs to be faster yeah sometimes you need to jump straight into it if you're working on a format it's like yeah yeah you know, next, next, you know it's just a turn. chained up man. yeah it's chained yeah yeah for sure um it sounds like it sounds like a good bunch your band oh man amazing people yeah amazing people yeah um my drummer tug um is i mean i actually met him through gorgon city um working with gorgon city mm -hmm. he's worked with basement jacks um Obviously, Gorgon City, Lily Allen, Reef, um, lots of lots of different people that um, I don't want to try and mention them all. Just in case you mean, wrong. pick them up. But, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm playing with you. But yeah, no, you're it's, right. At least it's him, not me. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just talking on like yeah, second parties here. Yeah, the, uh, the There's band, awesome the though, because of the you one, know, man. The band of the one. Yeah, I mean, when, <laughs> and when you've got a solid band, right, that have got notoriety within the, within genres and within the industry. It really it helps stabilize the whole thing because not only do in terms of a commodity it kind of takes away the pressure of you having to get as many gigs as you can because yeah. they're not busy, mm. but also they got they got phone books, they got opportunities of their own that they might be able to connect you with and things like that. It's just a solid outfit. Well, also it's yeah, it's also that thing of like just the level of experience they bring to yeah. it. For me, I you know I'm kind of I, 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 as experienced as I am, I'm not you know, going into this knowing exactly what's coming my way. Whereas mm. when you've got that band around you, 
you know, just even just the, the tips that they can give you or even just the comfortability that they bring on stage. Mm. You know, sometimes I felt almost out of my depth around them because they're that good. And I'm like, oh, man, like, I've oh, really got to pull it awesome. out today, you know? like That must you know, be awesome. Like, yeah, no, exactly. Wow. So it challenges yeah. you and it's a beautiful thing, but it's kind of like, whoa, man, these guys are fucking sick. Like, yeah. So, yeah. And they're kind of like the, the real belief they have in... Because you're, you're, you're the front man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they and they, they do really fuel my fire in that sense. Like they're really egging you, you know, on. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> As if I need more egging on. No, no, you're on dude, you're you're on fire. You're yeah. on fire. Who else are you collaborating with? What else is going like cause to uh, again, without us dropping loads of names, like you you really are like crossing if it, it's got a real momentum to it and a lot of that is your connectivity within different genres. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Who who who's your who's your most reputable? Who's your favourite that you collaborate? Oh with? man! Um, oh god, you might get me in trouble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can always delete the um, yeah, yeah. box sound on it, <laughs> and then you start talking about all the songs they've done or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be honest, I think first of all, I have to say, just in general, Gorgon City, really, because they're just such. I, I, I've been touring. Them, touring with them for so long that it's kind of like family you know and it's and it's something that i'm always looking forward to being on the road with them and um finally kind of working with them from a from a songwriting perspective has really kind of been the, the icing on the cake so mm. that's that's been a beautiful experience for me um another person for a session um josh butler josh butler and bontan who's josh butler so jo josh butler um it's like very much like tech house Right. Um, right. but he's just a great dude man he's yeah. just like just a lovely guy and um, yeah we had fun up at MTA and Tile Yard oh, so yes. that was just like we just had a nice little session every time I see him on the road now it's like yeah. oh brother like you know so he's always he's always, a, always someone that comes to mind um, SG Lewis as well oh, okay so <laughs> yeah he's he's he was always a dude man and um, obviously just to see his his climb yeah. has been really like inspiring for me um because I think his first release was with me, so it was kind of like you watched it from afar grow. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it was yeah. and I, that was something that we actually we like. He called me up and he was like, "Mate, I might just put this on YouTube." I was like, "Okay, yeah, cool." Stuck it on YouTube, and the response was overwhelming. Mm. And you know, we were kind of like, "Oh man, like this is actually." And he, he we off. were both kind of shocked at like the response. Not shocked, but you know, we were just like. You know, we didn't expect it to to blow up like that without any kind of promotion or um, and and for independent artists as well. So mm. I think that was pushing pushing five years, maybe five and a half, six years ago. So Crazy that's how like that a, happens, isn't it? Yeah, and it's and it's like you know, I think within within the first six months, it had like over a million views on YouTube with just no promo. I think oh. I think we, they released it through the sound you need. So that was like the response. Really you know, good. It was, it was just, it was just that kind of thing is really mm. heartwarming. But also, yeah, just to see see where he's at now is mm. is great. I think, yeah, they, I think everyone I've ever worked with really mm. has been has been someone I really like. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I can't, I can't, I've never worked with anyone that I've been like, oh, you're <laughs> dead. <laughs> you know, get me out of this room. But you got, yeah. it's like what my mate, mate Tizer said. You've got to be pretty. You've got to be pretty hardcore to be a dickhead. <laughs> like you, you, you've yeah. got. To, it takes a lot yeah, to mate. be a I always, right? I always wonder that with the whole, like, you know, when people talk about divas and talk about, like, typical kind yeah. of, like, artists and people kind of being, like, rude and whatever. And I just, 
I don't get it. I, I don't get it for stars, but I, I've never really received that from yeah. people because I, I find, you know, I suppose you attract attract what energy you give yeah. out, but, you know, it's, 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 it's a real... Effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an effort. It's an effort. Do you know what I mean? It's literally an effort. I think there's some things in some people's DNAs. You know, I think that you know, parent troubles. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But it takes a lot of effort. We're getting it? scientific. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting deep. <laughs> we're getting deep. Are you vegan? Yeah, man. Let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> How's that work on road? Um, on the road. Yeah, because it because. It's, it must it, be hard. Yeah, it it depends what country you go to. If you go to if you go to America, if you go to um, Australia, um, some places in Europe, like closer to to Britain, um, as soon as you get into Eastern Europe, it's like, all right, you can have bread, mm. and that's it. <laughs> yeah, bread and veg. Stay um, away from them pierogies and schnitzels, man. It's not yeah, happening. I mean, but you say you're. I mean, I've been on the tour, I've been on the road with. Um, Gorgon and and uh, Kai is actually vegetarian, and although he can eat cheese and different things, like you know, you literally go into a dressing room and and they cater for him as a vegetarian, and it's like just a cheese roll or something, and it's oh, like, nice. and you know, it's like I don't know, just stuff like that. It's it's everyone else gets this big meal, and you've just got like, oh, okay, I'll just eat this thing over yeah, here, like proper short so, straw. Yeah, so vegans even harder than that, and. Place like Russia and I Eastern Europe, but I, I mean, I'm chill with it. Like, I'm not a massive eater anyway. So, don't you get angry when you're that hungry, though? Um, I just get a bit like more like spaced. I suppose I'm not really a hangry guy. Yeah, yeah no, I couldn't see you. No, nah, I, 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 <laughs> I say that, and I'm just trying to think if I've ever been. But um, no, I'm, I'm yeah, quite chill. Comments now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Catering. What do you mean? Remember that time? <laughs> I feel for ve- uh, vegans and, and to an extent vegetarians. I mean, I always go for food based. I mean, a sausage isn't a, a vegetarian sausage isn't a sausage. It's his own thing. Yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? I'll go with its own thing. I'd, I'd happily eat that over a normal sausage. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't call it what it is. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chicken is chicken. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're like chicken. Yeah, it's yeah, chicken. chicken. It? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I like a good chickpea as well, you know? So it kind of weighs itself up, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I mean, for me, I've like. It's the best thing I've ever done, to be to be fair. Tell me is, about uh, that. Why, why is that? Just just in general, like the way the shift in your like in your mindset that comes with it. I think also your health. Like you do really feel it the first like week or so. Like you feel the difference. And you know, if I was, if I was to think about even digesting meat now, like the thought of it makes me tired. <laughs> really? Because like, the processing time. Just like just like if you actually think about it, anytime you eat meat, it's like. It, it it is Hitcher. it's quite a it's quite a strenuous process. Mm-hmm. So I think once you remove all that from your diet, like you're, you just feel a lot cleaner. You feel a lot <laughs> feel a lot cleaner. <laughs> but you know you do feel like a lot better. And I think um, yeah, it just it just it just triggers certain things in your life. And like I think the more people as well that are you know do do turn vegan. I think the easier it will be for everyone else to be vegan, not because of like coolness or anything, but you know, like the accessibility of it. Like say you could be touring and you could get vegan food everywhere in the world. Then the people's excuses are kind of like falling down and, you know, and before you know it, everyone's on a plant-based kind of living. And I wonder... Saving the world. Yeah, man, saving. (laughs) I'm still yet to meet a a vegan that doesn't eat meat past 12.30. That's (laughs) why... 
on a Saturday night. I'll say that way. Even the fishy oh, ones. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fish is okay. Yeah, fish is fine. <laughs> fish isn't okay. Oh no, I do miss it. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I, I don't miss it. Like, but I mean, I'm, there's some meals where I'm like, oh man, I'd love that. Cause I used to love tuna. Mm. I used to love tuna so much. Mm. Like tuna and uh, and like Chinese pork as well. <gasps> Yeah. And I, I've managed to get a few soy replacements I can, like, knock up, like, well, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, I feel that. I, I, yeah. had, I had this, uh, I tell you what, I had this um, Marks and Spencer's chicken the other day. And this is what I bring up, because I only had it, like, yesterday. It was amazing. And the pasta was, like, spinach pasta, like, pure spinach. Um, oh, yeah, spinach. yeah. This this was just, like, uh, like, you, and I would have had a bit to drink. I would have not known a single Yeah, drink, yeah. I swear <laughs> to God. It was so good. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Pick up that. But I will say, though, do you reckon, like, at some point, the industry will tip into the opposite end? I don't know. Maybe it's, like, at the moment, it's very industry-heavy on the meat side of things, which is obviously bad for the environment and stuff. But mm. c- could that be transferred over to a, when more people are getting into the vegan stuff? Oh, let's just build an industry on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, what you mean? And kind of almost ruin the world that way. <laughs> well, yeah. We've <laughs> got to do it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> we've got to make it happen. Um... You know what? I think that, that yeah, that, I mean, that like a lot of vegan food and a lot of, you know, someone raised a point to me the other day about, you know, eating organic fruit and things like that and eating organic, um, like the travelling of where, your, the, the carbon footprint of organic fruit mm. to get to your door is actually just as bad for the environment and kind of trying to give me that. And I was like, all right, cool. We can all think about that. But, you know, I think what, needs to start off really is the the, Mm. you know the kind of understanding of like the karma involved in our food really that's that's what mainly kind of ticked me over is like if there's death on my plate how am i going to say how am i going to expect any good karma Uh you know you know around me i feel that yeah (laughs) it's true though i swear to god man it's true it's 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 the way forward that i think the whole world is going in that through that process of recognizing what it's doing to it's what we're doing to ourselves as much as what we're doing to other people. Mm. Um, and it's just good energy. But I was like... Exactly. Was, energy. It's all about energy, man. It's all about energy. It is, yeah. And this whole, and the whole kind of, you can aspire to do it if you want to attitude, you know? Right, so I've got a theory. This only came into my head the other day. So I am I am freestyling right. this one. Okay, right? I like this. But, but the re- I, I think the, maybe the reason why we're all inspired to react and, be, and achieve... It's not a. Div- I don't think it's a divine like inspiration of like I can do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Th- that kind of attitude's been since the '80s. But I think what more people are engaging with now is the idea of like, well, we can just go online and get that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I it's, it's not as hard. It's yeah. not as hard. It's like quite. Yeah, it's it is actually really accessible to eat mm. that way. Yeah. You know, like and people kind of like. Oh, I think also the other thing is people don't know what being vegan is. Yeah. <laughs> so people are like, so what? Like you're vegan, like. What can you eat? Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. I can eat like a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah. I would extend it even further with being a, being an, in a, a business, a self-employed, an upstart, or a, a composer, a musician. You know, I, I never been able to do half the things that Prince did back in the day. But mm. I sure as hell know that box can. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's accessibility. So achieving is like so much more reachable now. Mm. As well as being vegan or being all the positives and negatives. Yeah, I mean, I'm a massive, um, like, YouTube learner. Like, <laughs> yeah, massively. Like, um, 
I, I remember when I was going to buy a guitar and I was like looking to just like pretty much splash out on a guitar like this is a while back stupidly I, I don't even know what I was thinking <laughs> and then I like had this thought about like so when you look at a car obviously you're looking at the brand and whatever but it's all about what's under the hood mm -hmm. so um I then kind of just tried to build my own guitar from YouTube <laughs> and it, it came out really well so um yeah and I just I just basically spent money on the parts instead of the brand name and the body have you got a photo of this uh, yes, I do somewhere. Oh wait, where's my phone? Actually, I don't have it on that phone. I lost my phone the other week. I'm gonna send you. It. I'm gonna send you. It. I'll bring it over. We'll do a we'll screenshot. Play. We'll have yeah, to yeah, yeah. Screenshot. I need to thing. see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, Kels. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, back in the room. <laughs> see. Yeah. 899 plus VAT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Could, could be yours, just end at the raffle. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Bottom of the screen. Bottom yeah. of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the one, uh, to <laughs> say you built your own guitar is... That's, that's an achievement. That's a Brian May achievement. Don't I mean... You know, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. huge. <laughs> yeah, it, we, I felt I felt pretty... Oh, I was really proud of it. Like, um, it took me two and a half weeks. I did it over summer. Um, and just basically, I used my washing line and just to paint it and stain it and had to had to wait for it. You know, just the whole process is really, really quite quite long, but it's such a labour of love that... Every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, I've got to play you, you know? And it, and it feels so much more connected to me as, a, as an instrument than, I suppose, my other guitars, so. Bless your heart, that's fucking awesome, yeah, man. man. I mean, <laughs> it's not perfect, but <laughs> so just before everyone thinks I'm like a luthier. But um, no, um, it, yeah, it is really good. Oh, no, actually, yeah, that's my guitar there. So that's on my... We'll put it up again. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> That is insane. That looks yeah. insane. You did that. so. It's based on it's based on a Les Paul, um, and yeah, I just basically I just put in I put in some that. Epiphone pickups. Um, then I got like these custom tuning pots, um, which I can't. I think they were fifty two <sighs> bumblebees, but yeah, they're like that's insane, man. So it, it ended up being a really, and, and then I and I uh, like customized the head as well, which is like my favorite part of it because I'm really, again, yeah. pretty lazy. So um, I put. Hold in on, I'm just going to delete everything I'd said previously <laughs> yeah. about laziness. This guy yeah. just built his own instrument. Do you know what I mean? My God. Sure. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's insane. But um, and then I put this kind of like the auto tuner things on it. So. Literally, and it's the coolest thing, you should get it if you can. Um, it's called a tronical tuner. Um, and you basically just play, just strum, like a downward strum kind of slowly. And it just goes, and just like tunes it all for you. Stop it. So like that was the perfect thing for gigging. And I was just, yeah. I, I gigged with it for about three years. I've stopped using it now, but because uh, the straps of strap locks have come out so i've got to, got to get back to the get yeah, back yeah. to the workshop yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that is amazing that's a, that what a, what a testament what a, what a result. i don't think i'd do it again but no, <laughs> no i would nah, I, I know those ones though i know those ones it, it, it it's like uh, like with a lot of things like when i do the podcast for instance i 
I get halfway through one of them, I get halfway through all of them, and I think to myself, oh my God, there's still half to go. And I've got... But you just got to focus on the details because mm. the details are as important than the podcast itself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and once you get to a finished line with something like a guitar and, and you think back three years later, you don't even consider it being a labour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just yeah. what you did, wasn't it? Yeah, you were just like, oh man, like, just got through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I hear you, man. Yeah. I hear you. I've, I've got a half, I'm halfway through a strat and I have been, I have not picked it up for two years to to try it because I just I came up hit a wall when I was like oh you know what I'll do that another time mm. but I'm I, it's kind of now getting me inspired to go and go and check check that out and finish yeah, that man. one so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll stick yeah, that. Yeah, wait yeah. wait wait stick it on now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah give or take this may come out around the same time yeah yeah <laughs> so you finish your guitar then <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> second one done yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's a pleasure having you here, bro. Honestly, oh, mate. It's been, Thank it's you been awesome. so much, man. Thank um, you very much. The man. Are, you, are we going to throw some darts in a bit as well? Yeah, we, yeah. Is it just the one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Just no. dart. Jordan, Jordan like, broke one. And then the other one, I, I think, is under the fridge. Oh, mate. Well... Yeah, I mean, we'll do we'll do best of best of one. Get, on best of, Get it up, Best then. of one. Get it on. All right, if I can hit this. Josh Barry, the man. Thank you so much for coming Thank through. Thank you, brother. Nice one. Killer Keller podcast, live and direct central London. Stay lucky, guys. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>